Paul Esther is back on the line talking about cyberbullying. Good morning uh, again, Paul. You were telling us that that survey done by uh, the CSIR is, is quite reflective of the experiences of children when it comes to bullying and more particularly cyberbullying in South Africa. Expand on that again. Yeah, thank you, Lester. And trusting this line's going to work and will be crystal clear. Um, yes, we're all impacted when load shedding happens and, and nobody can escape the vagaries thereof. Yeah, looking back at uh, cyberbullying, the reality of it and how it affects our lives and looking at the numbers of children at school and primarily teenagers because the wave of impact that, that cyberbullying has uh, finds itself dominating in space where kids are carrying, they have the internet literally in their pockets because they're carrying mobile devices. We estimate that there are close on 6 million teenagers in our South African schools. That's going from uh, the latter stages of grade seven right through to matric. And I call it something of a silent invader because it's a social bullying that happens. And the the quest that everyone has is to get how many followers, how many likes, how many posts that are really funny and something that's interesting. But cyberbullying has this um, undercurrent of being able to target someone and humiliate them and somewhat ostracize them. So kids join groups, they get involved, and cyberbullying almost feels as if um, you're unaware that it's happened and suddenly you're embarrassed. Suddenly you feel stupid and angry and your, your peers can prey on that. And mentally, it starts taking its toll on a child. A child starts becoming dysfunctional in the school environment because they cannot focus. They're apprehensive. They're carrying a nervous anxiety with them. And the, the, the travesty of this is that it creates something of a mental apprehension in a child, which they don't feel comfortable to go and talk about. And they harbor it almost as if I can't let go. My, my mobile device and my school social environment follows me. And there I am as a child. I don't go to my parents for fear of how they might respond and react because they don't know what I'm dealing with. Mm. And, and this creeps into the psyche of the child. The teenager becomes somewhat bullied and then retaliates and becomes a bullier. And we're trying to clean this up. And I know we don't have a lot of airtime. And for those parents who are commuting with kids in the cars now, and I hope the traffic's not too bad for all of you, but we, we have the school run every morning. What do we do as parents and how do we, how do we take the good of the internet? And we actually go back 25 years with David Bowie ahead of his time when a mobile device wasn't even in vogue. Um, he was releasing music on the internet and he said that uh, we don't realize the good and bad of the social effects yeah. that the internet is going to have on society. It's why we wanted but this what, conversation before yeah. 8 o'clock so we could still have kids in the car on the school run. Uh, there's, of course, the changing of behavior, which is a strategy, yeah. but you argue operationally in how classrooms work, make classrooms smaller, class sizes smaller, and you help deal yeah. with this problem. How is that? Well, that's obviously the ultimate goal. It's not a reality because we just don't have the capacity yeah. to do that. That's a long-term objective. And, you know, to any any learners, kids going to school, listening with their parents this morning in their cars, you know, you do carry the connectivity with you wherever you go. And if we were to have some guiding lines on, right, how do I prevent and thwart and deal with the bully? Because in order to stop it, we need to identify it. We need to report it. Can you, as a child, 
go to an adult, not necessarily mom and dad, because they may not get it, but can you go and confide in uh, to, to get advice? And the advice we would give is to say that whatever you post, whatever you get involved in, question before you respond, is it true? There's so much fake that goes out and we share it. And and then the next step on is if I'm going to be in a social group and I'm going to be messaging my mates and my friends about not always everything funny, but I'm saying if if what I'm doing is going to be helpful. So is it true? Is it helpful? And how can I use the positivity in who I am as a child, as a human being, to be inspiring for others? Because that will be the thread of how I can use the Internet, how I can use my social groups when we're forming groups. Make them purposeful. Don't make them idle things. Don't share the things which you think are funny because in in half an hour's time, you're going to look at what you posted and say, oh, wow, that's not really really helpful. It's not inspiring. I shouldn't be doing this. And and we've got to try and keep that as the ultimate uh, mantra that we have. Use the tip and use it for the purpose of doing good. And when we get that, we'll, we'll isolate these bullies and we'll get them out of We'll, we'll get them out of the, the social media world mm. um, physically, emotionally and mentally. We can we can we can get those people to stop posting the bad things. Mm. Don't respond when something's bad. Delete it. I want to press you for an answer in, in, in 90 to 60 seconds. Uh, in 2023, yeah. the Department of Basic Education announced an intention to make legislative changes to allow for children who are victims of bullying to even prote- apply for protection orders against bullies. Even the con- the conversation of 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 punitive um, outcomes for bullies, real world and cyber, is a punitive response also necessary? Well, we've got to then contemplate the, the depth of that because, yes, you can actually. Um, the, the thing about digital bullet bullying is that it leaves a digital footprint and you can take it and you can take it further. Do we have the capacity in our social environments, in our in our support systems to be able to legislate and to actually thwart this? Do we have the capacity in our courts? How long is the road to do that? And my instant is yes. I get it, the teachers are struggling, and that's why the Department of Education is coming in and saying, let's see if we can legislate so we can we can get these people out of kilter. Is that going to change the behavior? Questionable. I don't believe legislation changes behavior. It's a recourse when things have got ugly and nasty. What we're trying to do is don't let it get to the point where, as the child, are so vulnerable that you cannot function. Paul Estes and CEO of School Days, really appreciate your time.